the Dynasty Hot Sauce Podcast, and I am Larry Monkey. And uh, you know, on the Twitter, you can find me at FF Larry Monkey. And if you want to do that, and I don't know, I'm here with uh, I'm here with a couple of guys tonight. We got a uh, or today. Oh baby, it's, it's a day tonight. Time. It's not tonight. Not tonight. It's today. And that uh, that voice right there is Mr. Justin Rogers at Run DFF. What's up, my man? Man, I am good around here. You know, I'm relaxing on the bed today instead of the couch because I've been evicted out of the uh, main part of the house. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I noticed well, that. It's, you are it's Wednesday I... before Thanksgiving, so everybody's home. So here hey, we are. You. Got a Child fresh shave. Around. Yeah, that, well, I don't know about shave. I, I took the trimmers to it. I don't take a blade <laughs> to my face very often now. <laughs> Tough guy. Well, we, we got a guest on tonight that doesn't look like for us, Dan, and he never puts a blade to his no. face. The Great Dane has not shaved in a while. Oh, I see what you're doing. Hello there, everybody. Yes. And Manolo. <laughs> yes. Manolo in the house. GFF grind. Yeah. And not grinding that much, though, right now. But, uh, <laughs> well, I'm still in it. We're very happy. Uh, we're happy, to, excited to have you, Manolo. Uh, we've, we've, your name's gets referenced here a lot on the show. You're a part of our HQ1 Dynasty Trades HQ Listener League 16 teamer, which makes it all the worthwhile to discuss because that's like a big time situation when you're in a 16 team league, super flex, start 11. 30-man rosters. How's it going, man? How are you? I'm glad to finally be able to make it, you know, with the time zone difference here in Denmark. and uh, just Right, all the way from speak, Denmark, yes. Just, you know, trying to uh, speak English, maybe, even having, <laughs> you know, to conquer your own confidence. But it's uh, it's it's fun and it's nice, and I'm, I'm really happy to enjoy and being here on my favorite podcast. So hey, that's nice. Hey, that's don't awesome. tell the age of you guys. Don't tell. No, it, don't worry. They don't listen anyway. So yeah. <laughs> Jane's definitely piping up soon. Yeah, yeah. yeah man. So let's, let's let's start from the beginning. How'd you get inspired to? Uh, what turned you on to dynasty football? Or I've been watching the Super Bowl for maybe 10, 10 years, and and then. Denmark, it's 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 a bit different because you really need to be excited about it because it's like in the middle of the night, so it's like yeah. from uh, one a.m. to like six seven a.m. in the morning. So the people who enjoy American football, we are, all of us gather together, and there's events and stuff like that. So it's and and people take off work the day after because it it, it doesn't fit with the time schedule. What happened was after a few years of watching it, I. I was a little bit annoyed that I didn't know the players and and not of much of this. You know, you understand the game and the, the the fourth downs and all of this, but but like knowing the actual wide receivers and the running backs and and having an idea of what you know offensive line is good and and not. I'm, I kind of missed that, and then I was uh, I was missing having like a hobby. I was working a lot, and I needed like having a hobby. I used to play like Warhammer and fantasy games when I was younger, so I didn't have that. And then I was thinking instead of watching all these Netflix movies, I wanted to do something that was more interactive. And you know, having a football team, uh, a league, it's it's you know, if you want to compete. It's it's you spend some time looking at some numbers and you know I used to set up a lot of spreadsheets in the beginning and and I enjoyed that so that's how it happened and then I started like on an NFL site 
and then right. pretty fast I, I was listening to maybe 15 20 podcasts like the first few years like everything i can get and, season uh, long shout out, like shout, season like season long stuff or yeah the first years was season long but pretty fast i, I came to like three other leagues like uh, dynasty leagues and uh, and i understood that i wanted to play a few of them and then yeah and then at a, last year I, I think i topped with 10 or 11 leagues i think nice. and uh, and this year i like went a little bit down and and just trimmed it because i started engineering school last summer so i just needed to like spend right, more time yeah. on on, on sure. like real math problems and not just like uh snap counts and uh, <laughs> yeah adjusted like nfl charts. stats wow yeah. so what how did you even learn what what dynasty football was compared to redraft did, did you just like jump right into a dynasty league or do you have to do a couple seasons of redraft first i did one season of redraft did you and were I you think, listening to a podcast think, that was talking about dynasty I, I don't remember i think i started with uh with a few nfl leagues and then because i think i I picked up on an, on a on a podcast and and they like just yeah, suggested some players and I had like Kareem Hunt and a few studs that year, so I won like every league I was in and I think this is easy, man. Let me make some money. Here. <laughs> <laughs> nice. No, no, it's it's not easy and and uh, but it's fun. It's fun. It's it's fun to dig into something, you know, to have an, a hobby that you like enjoy and you think about and. Yeah. So Justin, what do you what team do you think uh, Manolo roots for? I have no idea. I you was going to I literally was going to ask the question. So let's, let's try to guess first. I don't have a, a team. You don't have I a do team. Have some players. No, I don't have a team. I think that I, I never had a team. I, I, I think I you like should just adopt the I don't like. I don't like the, the Pittsburgh Steelers for him. I don't know why. I just okay. don't like Okay. So it's most <laughs> people yeah, Denver. I don't really don't like Denver. I've, I've had some players that I enjoy. I, I really like Cam Newton in the beginning. I think he was just a show. And let me go to your team amazing. and see if you have anybody from Pittsburgh or Denver on your team here that I can get for the cheap. <laughs> I don't think he's got anybody from those teams. I have that's, no that's funny. You know what? What's funny because I was just out in Colorado at a Denver Broncos game when they played the Jets, or when the Jets were out there. And I was like walking around and I was like, you know, I can kind of see myself rooting for the Broncos. You know, if I if I had to like pick another team, I'm like, this is great, man. All the, the jerseys, they have the horse. It's just, I don't know, the whole scene. But yeah, I, I definitely feel you. Like I can never root for the Cowboys or the Giants or the Eagles. Larry, did you just crack a brewski at 1130? Uh, no, <laughs> I did not. No, no. I have to tell you the truth. No, this is a seltzer. We're going to okay. favorite seltzer. Canada Dry. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was like, I think I'm gonna go go get a beer. Actually, I think that was like. <laughs> yeah, I know Manolo. It's like right? it's like almost bedtime for you. It's like Thanksgiving already. Although, but they yeah, don't think they celebrate like, Thanksgiving. It it's like uh, five p.m., five thirty p.m. Well, while Mona, while Manolo's doing that, why don't we touch on some Eliminator stuff and Let's get that other do way? It. Yeah, the Eliminator, the best ball, the John Bosch Fantasy Cares Eliminator is seventeen weeks, seventeen teams. It's a charity thing. And the loser gets eliminated every week. The person who scores the least amount of points. And this week, oh, it's a good buddy this week. We're familiar with this loser, right? Do you know what I'm talking about? Jake Earl. He's the loser this Jake. week. Oral Jake. Jake. Let him know Jesus what we do to losers. You know what, Jake? You're no Earl when you're <laughs> headed down the pearl. What? <laughs> 
Ah, I got it muted. Manolo, did you, Manolo, did you write that for him? That was a yeah, this is my second job, copyright. <laughs> oh no! Goodbye, Jake. Jake Earl. Later, buddy. Oh yes. no, man! I'm just saying shit. All right, on, number man. two, the Dynasty Hot Sauce Pod. Number two. Well, let me tell you about it. Let me tell you about it. I am just crushing eliminators these days. A 200-point week for me. Oh, nice. But um, you know who lost? Mr. Michael Anderson at McCanders. Oh, from the Hogs League that I'm in, the uh, Angry Sports Couple League sleeper. But well, yeah, hopefully he's... that's going a lot better than his uh, eliminator this week because he was a stinker. Actually, you know what? Honestly... You guys are all scoring pretty well right now. 113 points is the low score this week in that one. Yeah. That's, that's solid, pretty. but not not solid enough. In this case, it's a little runny. Rough. Well, it goes. Oh, terrible. <laughs> terrible description. Oh, my God. Larry, was that one better than the Pearl? Nah. <laughs> uh, they were just two different levels of toilet humor. <laughs> well, I, guess. I always go the extra the extra step. Yeah. So in the last league, you know what this guy scored? 69. Nice. <laughs> yeah, that's about all that's nice about Mr. Josh Houts at H-O-U-T-Z. You know, you can find him on Twitter. You can find him in the sewers because down he goes. Adios, Josh. Yep. There you go. That's so loud. Yeah, yeah, the air this thing's in here. This guy drafted Tariq Cohen. <laughs> Who? Well, there's desperation, and then there's Tariq Cohen. So I know that was a quick flush, quick flush, guys. Because you know we have a this is like a celebrity here for for us at least. So Manolo, you're a uh, podcast virgin, aren't you? Yes. Yeah, that's right. Oh, We're popping that cherry tonight. Yep, you're doing real good too, man. Great job so far. <laughs> Great job. I'm, I'm happy it wasn't the the angry sport couple that had the 69 number there. Oh, oh hey, hey. that would have been money. But I'm pumped. That's right. I don't know what yeah. I would have come up with on the fly for that one, but so getting into the HQ1 league, the 16 teamer we always talk about, you just you were a contender and you just Yeah. You just did like a you just made a big deal yesterday. You made a couple. Yes. Of you're, you're talking about that yeah. Byron Pringle and uh, yeah, that trade, right? Josh <laughs> yes. Let's hear about that trade. Yeah, yeah. Go. I think that's that, that's the most interesting one because that, that's like the future. That's the rebuild. You know, I'm already <laughs> thinking about you know. Byron Pringle is the future. That is yeah. true. Larry finally sold Byron Pringle. He's been pimping out this this tube of chips for months now. Listen, yeah. Byron Pringle, second in, second in snap share. He's the wide receiver, too, on the field. Oh, my Chiefs. gosh. It doesn't matter. Okay, <laughs> but it was Byron Pringle and Jalen Rager for Manolo's Josh Palmer. Is that right? Josh Palmer. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. all right. What a deal. What a deal. <laughs> what inspired uh, yeah. you guys to make that deal? Uh, I, I initiated it. I have Herbert, and I wanted that stack. I think Josh Palmer might, might like like Manolo said, maybe 2025. He might take <laughs> over for uh, uh, Mike. Take over for Keenan Allen and Mike. Uh, I wonder what happens with Mike Williams. Do they? Do they? Uh, can they afford to resign him? Do they spend the money, or do they let him walk? And then is it maybe Josh Palmer? Is it maybe somebody else they pick up off free agency or the draft or whatever? But it should be interesting. I mean, it's a flyer. And I still, man, 
I mean, no one gives a shit about Byron Pringle, Larry, but we all still kind of like hold hope for Jalen Rager, right? Like just a yeah, little I, bit, just a little bit. I think the last few years, I've, every time that that you're listening like the podcast and stuff like that, it's always the discussion is always about you have to be patient and wide receivers. You have to be patient and wide receivers, and then nobody is. Right. right yeah. yeah. <laughs> so so basically, what I was thinking is that the chances are the same for the two guys, Jalen Rager, Josh Palmer's the same, and. And he was a first-round pick, so basically he's going to get one year, two years more of a chance, basically, right. normally. Yeah. So it's just like, okay, let me put the, the, the thing in. And, and I don't think that even if Keenan Allen or Mike Williams go out, I don't think that just Palmer is going to give me a chance at anything this year. So basically, you know, in in a final, if, if uh, some of my other wide receivers breaks down, then maybe you have that one game with Daniel Rager in the – playoff and and he's gonna you know yeah or give me give me the 10 points or not (laughs) right and you know what byron pringle could get you 10 points too if you have if you're stuck to put him in there in a spot start situation you get i mean you're not gonna want to i think i'm already starting what's that justin Mm -hmm. he could get you four or he could get you 10 who knows right yeah, you never know in that offense, and they're starting to click now. The Chiefs' offense, so Pringle is a part of that offense that's clicking. So we'll see how it goes. But they are not a bad trade. And again, I'm not playing for this year. I'm not really playing for next year. So I felt like Josh Palmer. It's yeah, fine. Now let's get to the real interesting trade. All right, yeah, yeah. Josh, yeah, yeah. Just, just, just just wait one second because also yeah. another funny thing is that Ron he has uh, Patrick Mahomes. Yes, and if if I'm lucky enough to meet him in a uh, playoff game. And yeah. I have Tyreek Hill and Byron Pringle. Yeah. Then it kind of offsets maybe if, if maybe he, he throws it all. Tyreek Hill good. There you go, man. I like that thinking. That's not he, a bad. He throws it all to uh, Travis Kelsey, and we're good. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I, I, I don't think I'm gonna get him. We know that. We know this season that there are games that Travis Kelsey kind of misses on so there's been a couple yeah. so far so maybe he's not been consistent like he had in the past i do sure. like the the uh the idea of, uh, of owning the wide receiver room for the chiefs it's not a bad not a bad strategy against the the top guy which is justin he is atop the the, the standings again in this league with this monster I've team climbed back up yeah, thanks to Cam Newton. As long as I don't lose two more games. Yeah, I know, Cam. Hey, hey. <laughs> you, Larry, did you catch I'm it on back. that tweet? I'm yeah, back. baby. <laughs> Larry, did you catch the tweet? I, I, I said I was starting oh. Cam Newton over Kyler and Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, I responded to it. Yeah. Did you catch what I was doing there, man? Was he doing a Kyler and Mahomes are on yeah. bye this week, Holmes. Yeah. Oh, I, <laughs> I got everybody on that one, man. Yeah, you caught everyone. Yeah. Some dude, yeah. some dude finally. Got I, I think. <laughs> I think you got him cheap. You got him for a second, right? Yeah, I got him for, for a second, which is a second. assuming that my team stays good. It's gonna be a late, an early third, basically. So, early what do you third. think Cam would be worth right now? Two seconds right now, probably. After yeah, what he's in done the playoff, the in the playoff, yeah, or, now, or put together with somebody who's like a, a, a running back who's like uh, who's standing yeah. in for an injured player, yeah, you could get maybe even more if somebody had the, right, like Someone a package deal and get a first or something, yeah, yeah, like a Rager McLaren type of deal. I struck yeah, while popped. I sent the offer. I was like, let me just get in here and see if I can score quarterback. I told Larry a couple weeks ago I've been trying to figure out how I was going to get a starter for this particular week. 
all year long, I was like in the back of my head going, how am I going to get started for week 12 when I play Outhouse? Because, you know, Outhouse and I are both 10 and 1. I'd like to win this week and lock up the number one seed. If I lose yeah, this I week, want you to win. you'd like for me to win because it's a better yeah. shot for you to get the bye. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'd have to lose basically twice to, to uh, be out of the bye. So. But we'll the schedule is, is, is nice now. It's funny to look at the schedule in, in this league because you guys, it's like um, – You got your powerhouses you know, and your cupcakes. Yeah, exactly. And it's – yeah, you guys, Dynasty Outhouse and Run are playing. And then also like Josh and Greggles are meeting. And Greggles, he, he has a chance to beat. He beat me. His team is not too bad. He's got a solid team. Yeah, they'll play next week. Uh, yeah, and, and then, then Outhouse is playing Greggles. So, like, if I'm really lucky, I can get the buy. But I right. need to be very lucky. And win so the, you have Wishnack this week, and then Swags. That that second buy is going to be up in the air. And then the sixth seed, it, uh, Old School and Shane play this week. And that could that could have major implications on the sixth seed. The other trade. The other trade. Like, it was like, wow, you know, it was kind of a lull in the league right now. And then, boom. Matt, you acquired Matt Stafford and he, he, Dallas Goddard for Joe Burrow and Foster Moreau. I kind of like the deal for you. I do too. Yeah, I, I see. I like it faces. for both. I like it for both. It's one of those. Deals. Yeah, definitely because Burrow, he's really interesting with Chase, and and I was really hoping that that he would have a few more like of those long touchdowns that really scored a lot of points. The the, the weeks he was like getting all forty points, I think, or something like that. In, right. in our scoring and um and then he did and they started running a, a bunch more so also my problem was that i had the buy I, I was meeting like i had like some easy games and then i was meeting dynasty outhouse in week 11 i think yeah and and i had a so i couldn't i couldn't trade him before i was i was trying to like get most value out because uh, they were like i had i have cooper cup Right uh, and Daryl Henderson, so my week eleven was really shitty, and I needed like, and if I if I traded for Matt Stafford before, I wouldn't have a, a, a QB. <laughs> right, right, right. You'd have really been in a hole. So yeah. yeah, the timing worked out where you get him this week, and so now you have you have him coming off the bye. You don't have to, you know, you couldn't make that move before, but get you gained a starter is what you did. You know, yeah. Thank you. And I, and I needed, I needed a, a tight end. I needed really a, right. a more solid tight end because I had uh, like Uzama who was doing uh, some good games, and then uh, uh, yeah. Mo yeah. Cox who was doing like a, a good game. But I, it was really impossible to hit them on the week. Matt Stafford is an upgrade over Joe Burrow right now. Sure. Mm. You know, who knows long term? But I mean, you're going to get at least three, four years out of I mean, one would think you're going to get a few. If he's few playing handful. like this, he's locked in for a while, you know? Right. Like, yeah. He'll get. And in this, in this league, it's like two years and then rebuild. Maybe, maybe yeah. next year, right? So yeah, basically, it's, it's really hard yeah. like, to, to just stash the quarterback and say, I'm set for the next 10 years, you know? Yeah. You have like, to. Like you, you, like you run. You have, uh, you have Mahomes <laughs> and you have Murray. And. At a certain point in this time, they were both injured, and Mahomes wasn't doing anything. Like, and you were like getting like eighty points, ninety points a week just for by them. You know, it was convenient when they were both rolling at the beginning of the year, and it was 75, 80 points a week at minimum. Mm -hmm. You know, that was nice. It's the same so. when you have a CMC and a Barkley, and they both sprain their ankles. And the you know, first yeah, but it just doesn't happen as often for quarterbacks. That's the key, you know. Mm -hmm. But you know, when you have 
when you have uh, Mahomes and Kyler and CMC and Saquon and Devontae Adams, it's a pretty good you know combination there for some points mm-hmm. potentially. Yeah, <laughs> never know. Never know. It's a couple of trying to make Manolo sweat over there. I'm trying to make Manolo sweat. Yeah, it's 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 a really nice team. You know, this is this is the really if if you know if you needed to do some collusion, then then this is the league format you need to do it in because you can just swap some players <laughs> around all the time, right? You know, like, this year's reminder. Next year's oh, no, no. Uh, what the hell? all of our uh, collusion no, no, listeners. I, I, no, no, no. Yeah, no, no. The thing is that that I think it's important that that the trades are um are like a lot of people doing a lot of trades. I think that's really important for a league. I was yeah. I was in a one one league I joined at a certain point. There's a lot of trades going two players around. Oh, and, sure. And, yeah, that, yeah. and that sucks, you know. And and the thing is that if it's not fun, even if it's not collusion, but if 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 you have the the idea in your head, then it's not fun being in that league anymore and and that ruins it so it's really important that the league is you know that you think about it and you want to be part of it i think that's that's one of the main aspects of fantasy football for me is, is having fun i also made a trade yesterday in addition to the josh palmer trade and just to get that your full trade out of the way it was stafford and goddard for your joe burrow and foster moreau so you got rid of you definitely upgraded in, in both departments there especially for know. the starting lineup yeah, you added two legit starters to your team, and one and one extra one out of the deal. So that's that's great. But uh, me, the rebuilder, uh, I, Alex Wishnack, he he traded Zach Wilson right away. He's traded Wilson and a twenty-two first for Mac Jones to Shane. What did you think of that deal? Was it a twenty-two first or? Oh yeah, it was yours. Your twenty-two first. first. Which is mine, so it's a twenty-two second. So it's almost like the the two four. It's, or it's the somewhere two, five, between. Or the it's two, somewhere two, between three. the two hundred one and the two hundred four. Right, somewhere between Most the two hundred one and the two hundred four, and Zach Wilson for Mac Jones. It depends on what you think of Zach Wilson. I, I'm not even high on Mac Jones, but I'd take him over Zach Wilson in a second. So yeah, I, I think, think the he... jury's still out. Listen, and this okay. So I see this, and I'm like, oh, finally, I can finally get my hands on Zach Wilson because Shane will trade him. So I start shooting offers, and we and we're going back and forth for you know eight hours yesterday. You know yes. he wants Ayuk. All he gives is all he gives a shit about is Brandon Ayuk. That's that's what he keeps firing back with Ayuk and Madman's first, which is kind of we're kind of figuring it's going to be between the probably the one six and the one eight in a sixteen teamer. It's not that I don't believe in Zach Wilson that was giving me trepidation here or was giving me pause. It was the fact that he was that he plays for the Jets, and the Jets have never had a legit quarterback in fifty years, so they just ruin all their quarterbacks. So it's it was more like, do I want to make this deal and have my team ruin this guy? Because he'll, I mean, he'll be playing. He he he's my QB two because I have Justin Herbert. Yeah, so we went back and forth, and I was like, you know what? And I saw some some zero running backs on his team, like Alexander Madison, Devin Singletary, and. I don't know. We were going back and forth. I had him. So I gave up Brandon Ayuk and what could possibly be the 1-6 through the 1-8 for Zach Wilson, Alexander Madison, and Devin Singletary. Two. And I like those pieces just because like they're like trade chips. They're, they're throw-ins, you know? So, I mean, I know th- this is this is tough to ask Run DFF because I don't think he doesn't like a single person in this deal. He hates Brandon Ayuk. 
He doesn't like Zach Wilson. I don't. I don't know how he feels on Devin Singletary. Everyone hates Devin Singletary. <laughs> I like know. Devin Singletary more than Zach Moss, but the Bills don't. <laughs> so that's that. In the best ball league. Yeah. Yeah. Great best ball. Hey, ex- you're right. You're right. But so is Ayuk. So there's that. You know, I got my QB two in a rebuild where my where I'm shooting for like 2023. If I lock, can lock up two quarterbacks in this league, which is impossible to do, it's impossible to get a quarterback in this league. Yeah, because you had Sam Darnold, and that didn't work out. That did not work out. He is not starting next year. I don't think. Uh, I mean, it worked out when he was playing because you know a quarterback in this league falls into like twenty points. So yeah, but the problem is there's no future for him. Right. Yeah. yeah. So the, with the uncertainty surrounding Sam Darnold, yeah, I I, I was. Desperate. One of my goals of in the next was in the next couple of seasons was to get a quarterback. And everyone keeps saying that the quarterbacks coming out in this 2022 class, all the quarterbacks in 2021 would be higher than the, the best quarterback in 2022. I don't know if That's you guys have heard that. I don't know if you guys have heard that. that I've heard the same thing. The Debbie but folks that doesn't mean that, that doesn't mean they're not going to go early in the in HQ1 draft. That's for sure. You're right. You're right. Yeah. And then you, you see some of these guys coming out, you know, like Howell. And I think Matt Corral could be decent. Malik Wilson could be yeah. decent. Yeah. Sam Willis, Howell. yeah. I think these are all guys that who knows what's going to happen with them. I wonder what landing spots are going to look like. So, but no, the, this class as a whole definitely doesn't have any right. studs. You know? And with that being said, I did this two years ago. I traded for a bunch of picks. And it was the draft where uh, Daniel Jones and Haskins came out. Right. And I drafted both of those guys and Drew Locke. Uh, and I picked up both of those guys and they turned out to be crap. I mean, I eventually traded Daniel Jones. I don't even know if Haskins is still on my team. He probably is. You can't get rid of him. But there, there are seasons where no quarterbacks hit. And that was one of the, that was a year that I grabbed two of them thinking that I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Wilson hasn't gotten a, a fair shot. He played a couple of games as a just a complete on a complete rookie team that has played like crap as a whole. So I'm hoping that he comes back. He's starting this week and he looks competent. And I figured it was worth the roll of the dice with especially with Ayuk, who's been hot and cold in his own right. I'm a little scared of that the way Kyle Shanahan handles his wide receivers, Dante Pettis talking about you. And, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you never know. So, yeah, man, I reset the QB. I, I, I'm, I'm sure I'm guaranteed second overall pick. Unless he, unless he turns into a Josh Rosen, I have a I have a QB, too, that's going to get starts. Yeah, that's what I'm afraid of is that you may not have a quarterback in 2023 off of that. That's that's the only thing I'm afraid of. And I know you feel great about Zach Wilson, but I just I, – I don't. Like, I've not seen anything that goes, oh, man, look at that. You know, like, it's just a bunch of really bad plays, even when – even if in a bad situation, you expect to see some really good plays every once oh, in a while. There's, there hasn't been any um, leadership and there are just veteran guys to really yeah, show them. What the about, okay, but that's Josh fair. Johnson, but, but Justin Fields is out there making making spectacular plays, not consistently, but spectacular plays on the random. You don't no, see he's, Well, dude. Yes, he is. He absolutely is. Field, outside of one game. What one and a half games? I'm not He's talking about like whole shit. games. No, I'm not talking about whole games, Larry. You watch, you watch, and you can find three or four plays every week where Justin Fields looks great. Now you can find ten plays where he looks bad, but you can find a few that make okay. That's that's what you want to see out of a young quarterback. There's some future there. I, we're not seeing that out of out of Wilson well, he, at all. We're well, not. he's been well, he's been hurt. He hasn't played in like. Well, I mean, clearly, years. but I mean before the injury. Even I'm. I think it's interesting because I'm basing 
all of my knowledge on a QB on analytics by other people. I'm not watching I'm not watching the 12 man, you know, or the, the all 22? All 22, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and and it's it's really hard to see if you know who's open and who's not open and and when it is putting it on the back shoulder and, and all of this really complex stuff. So I'm just I'm always just looking at a few people that I know that have something to say that that I've trusted before, like Cam Sims or Chris Sims, sure. and uh, and 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 that's like that's the chance I have to like m make a move for a player that I have no idea about. And with Zach Wilson, it's by low now. You know, you can get him, and and if he turns out to be Mahomes in in a few years, I think that that will that will really give you an edge in this league and and i think that's also really important to to put into your you know your mindset is that how much of a value am i getting in the format that i'm playing 16 team quarterbacks are gold and Absolutely. you need them and if you get one that that like can give you a like 10 points more than than the competition then you're really really in a good starting point a few nice uh, wide receivers can give you like you know the long term you know like if you if you have Justin Jefferson or some of these guys that are like exploding, and then you can always trade for a QB, uh, a running back because the running backs are always getting hurt, and you know all, everything is happening with them. So yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I've been starting JD McKissick for like <laughs> I think I, I, I traded a third round pick for him. Hey, look, like, I'm rolling uh, out Mark Ingram, so I, I feel you. You know, yeah. I was really so uh, dealing with the, making this deal with Shane was i was like you know what if, if wilson goes out this week against houston lights it up there's no way i'm i'm getting wilson for Ayuk and uh you know these two throw-in running backs and that c time they score points these are guys, these guys went right into my starting lineup by the way i, don't know. I like how you admitted the 108 in that you're like you know like you're like uh Ayuk and these two throw-ins but what did we forget about the 108 there oh yeah yeah the 108 yes <laughs> which will be a nice piece you it know, it could be. Um, That's the key to me. Like, is it going to be a nicer piece than Zach Wilson? I think there's potential for that. Yeah. So I'm. I'm. It's like two wide receivers for because it'll most likely be a wide receiver pick because you think the QBs and maybe a QB. I think it depends on how many QBs go in the first round of the draft. If there's yeah. three or four QBs go in the first round, you might see three or four QBs in the first seven or six or seven picks of this. So then you're talking about Brees Hall, Isaiah Spiller, and. Uh, it's a Walker yeah. kid. From well, it's you know, it's just as hard. It's it's so hard to lock up a QB in a. In a no, I agree. I agree. So, um, I think it was worth a gamble. I, I and, and it was it was tough to make the. Decision. It is a gamble. That's that's but, what you it, that's what you do have to have to acknowledge. It's a gamble that if it pays off, it's huge. If it doesn't, it could set you back. I just I just think it's interesting with the two trades because you also have the other one where Mac Jones went for Zach Wilson and the first. So now actually Shane, what he did. Yeah, he got because he had three quarterbacks. He had three starting quarterbacks. So yes. he got two two first round picks to trade. Madman and Ron DNFS. Yeah. Uh even if it's too late one. That will give him some actions in the playoff if he gets there. Are you guys going after Calvin Ridley? I don't know because it's it's hard to find him at a discount. But I was listening to uh I think I was listening to a locked on podcast the other day. Um uh, with Matt and Ryan and they were talking about some trades and it was absurd some of the shit that people are, you know, trading. But on the other hand, every time I try to get him, like I tried to send Robert Woods early on. Of course, Robert Woods hurt now, but that was a, a hasty reject. No one would take that. Yeah, I think now if Robert Woods is healthy, somebody would would give up Ridley for Woods in a heartbeat. But 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 do you think he's coming back? 
I think he does. I think it's worth the risk if you can buy him at a below enough price. You know, yeah, but yeah, but you really need to buy him at a low price. That's what I'm saying. And right now, there's yeah. not that much of a discount. In 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 our kind of league, it's it's not gonna happen <laughs> in this league. You know, nobody. You know, no, people just want to keep him on. The, you know, if he can yeah. get a third, it doesn't matter. You know, just leave him there and hope he gets back. I wouldn't yeah. even sell him for a second. You know, like if it was me and I have him and I do in a couple of places, I'm not sell. I'm not giving him up for a second. I'd rather so, just take the risk that he comes and plays. Comes right. And plays. The two the two leagues I inquired about him, the the one guy was like, I want. I want the value that he's actually worth. And the and old school in this league, the 16 teamer, uh, he countered. I, I offered him a first and he countered with two 23 firsts. So that, like, that was just like Ridley's untouchable. Right, right. Yeah, because I mean, what's the what's the advantage of making that trade with two 23 firsts? Like you're taking on all the risk. And I get that that's what they want, but I'm not giving up I'm not giving up assets that have no risk for something with all the risk. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's the problem with Ridley is that I think there are some people out there that panic, but they might have already done they might have, might have already finished panicking. You know, like whoever was panicking already sold him. Whoever's not panicking, they still want to hold and get the right price. So basically if you can get him for for something that's third or later, then of course you go get him. But yeah. I think it's like with Kareem Hom and Kareem Hunt. And Tyreek Hill, when they were, you know, being sold because they were having all the issues and because they were really not nice people. But basically, <laughs> the same people are starting them today and, and are, you know. I pulled up the DLF Trade Finder, Dynasty sure. Football Trade Finder, and we have uh, Debo for Calvin Ridley, straight up. I'll take Debo. I'll take uh, Debo. Elijah Mitchell for Calvin Ridley, straight up. I think I want Ridley there. I'll take Elijah Mitchell, but but that's because I'm always like the context for me is always I'm I'm win now. You know? Guy playing versus <laughs> the guy that's not currently right, in the right. league. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we have um, Cooper Cup or Ridley Samuel Curtis Samuel 2022 first and a fourth. So I didn't get that, but I really have Cooper Cup very high. I think I, he's, I'll take Cooper. Really I'll take Cup as well. It's Ridley a yeah. first and some throw-ins because Curtis Samuel yeah. was whatever. No, he's, he's crap. Yeah. So, yeah, and then, and then one more we'll do, uh, yeah, MVS 23 first for Ridley and a third. So it's MVS for a third and Ridley for a first. Daryl Henderson or Calvin Ridley? That's another one. I'll take Daryl Henderson. Yeah, I think so as well. Cam, Cam can come back next year and and not be the same guy, you know? Would you? Like, what? Who would you take? In a super flex, Baker Mayfield or Kevin Ridley? Mayfield. Would you? Yeah, yeah Mayfield. Yeah, uh, this is the first year of Cup's three-year extension. He signed a three-year, $47.5 million deal. He's like the cheap dude around. He's, he's paying for 16 mil a year, basically. I but, had him yeah. in all my leagues. I, I loved him from the start, you know. Nice. And it's paying off. Yeah, yeah. so I guess you got to find the right – the right GM in order to um, to see where where his temperature is on Calvin Ridley because it could go. It, it's all over the place. Yeah, it's I mean, pretty much all over the place. But it doesn't hurt to put put a couple feelers out. You might land yeah, might get your hands on Calvin Ridley for twenty twenty two. Yeah, I might do that in a little. You know, in a few leagues coming up where I'm not contending, and then see if I can't sell somebody to a that needs the points now. Yeah. So you still in love with Brandon Cooks? You still starting him? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
Larry, after, okay, so go ahead and go ahead, Larry. Let's hear what you get. Tyra Taylor, he's doing fine, right? With Tyra yeah, Taylor. Go, let's oh, hear yeah. it. Because I have a rebuttal. I've even I've even done my pre pre-show research. I don't even have to like follow around. Wait, wait, wait. Brandon Cooks has two O's or zeros in his in his name. But and he he's he's famous for giving you those on the field as well. Those uh, zeros, those donuts. Yeah. So I feel like in inventing a new segment where we should say, you know, call it time to make the donuts. Cooks did not put up a donut, but I'm going to rag on him anyway because he's supposed to be getting like a dozen targets a game. Sure. Two catches on three targets for 18 yards in a it's bad. Uh, just a plum matchup against a shitty passing defense. Yes. I don't, understand. I don't get it. Okay. But on the me. other hand, Larry, over the last three weeks, Cooks is 27th in points per game. So he's a, a high-end wide receiver three. And he's ahead of, amongst others, DK Metcalf, Jamar Chase, Chase Claypool, T. Higgins, DJ Moore in points what, per game. What do you mean? In the last three weeks is what in you're In the saying? last three weeks. You know, when, when you're over there talking about, oh, he's so bad, whatever. The last three weeks, he is ahead of those guys. So you're talking about guys. This is the wide receiver position. It doesn't you just don't get huge games every week. There's gonna be bad games. You know, I don't know if you remember, but what was it? A B had like the 40 something games in a row with five yards and fifty five catches for fifty yards or more. I mean, that just is not it's it's insane how how crazy it is to think about that record, given that it just doesn't happen in the NFL these days. So if you look at what he did the pre the previous two weeks, he was actually pretty good. I mean you're talking about uh, six for 56 on 14 targets. And then the week before that, six for six, six targets, six receptions, 83 yards and a touchdown. So, I mean, it's, yes, he had a bad game, but so do a lot of other wide receivers. You know, hmm. I'm still starting him because if you're I get, well. if I get 11 or 12 good games and, Four or five bad games, I'm perfectly fine with it. Well, you have to start him this week. He's playing the Jets. Yeah, you do. And he does have a pretty good – see, but that's the thing. I mean, he, he played a pretty, you know, terrible past events, and they were able to bottle him up. I mean, is he the who, – who else is on offense for the Texans that's threatening? I mean, they're just going to know surround that, see, Cook. I think you're looking at this wrong. I don't know if they bottled him up so much as Tyrod Taylor didn't throw the ball much and didn't throw the ball downfield at all. He mm-hmm. ran the ball. They they just pounded the Titans on the ground. Now they went up early, but Tyrod Taylor threw twenty four times and had one hundred and seven yards. Mm-hmm. You know, like they weren't throwing it downfield at all. It was just all dump off stuff. You know, you're talking about. Yeah, uh, so I guess you could say he got a, an eighteen percent target share since he had eighteen yards on a, what a hundred passing yards, right? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> hundred. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> The market so. share. I just, I'm not, I'm not panicking on on uh, Brandon Cooks at all. I just don't like the like the the week five five points, the week seven seven points. You know, that's he's, fair. He's been consistent, I guess, but and he's got a nice run of consistent. Of teams. Any, he's he's been as consistent as any wide receiver two ish guy. You know, I mean, look at what T Higgins has done. All right, he's got a two for fifteen. He's got a three for 44, like a five for 32. You know, there's some games in there that if you look at all these guys, you'll find, you know, you'll find bad games for all of them. 
It just is what it is. That, that's the wide receiver position for you, you know. But the, but again, I think it's it's a point of reference because in it's it's so obvious that when you have like leagues with with 10, 11 starters, Brandon Cook, he's like he's a valuable asset. Yeah, but absolutely. if you have a yeah. league with with eight, you know, and a kicker and a, then then you're not looking at him because he's just not. You know, everybody else is playing the gold, and, and you need to to be there every week. Yeah, right. So I think yeah, with, I mean, with our sixteen, like I'm mostly, of course, interested in in, in HQ one with with sixteen starters, the sixteen teams and and eleven starters. Then it just you just need those players that you know can give you maybe five one week, but twenty five the next week. You know, it, right. it, they are very important, and I think I think it aspect radio to his value. Then he's really, really like, really worth it. Like you were saying with Joss and his running back, you know, he's got a, a lot of you know points from not very valuable assets, and and this league is all about that. I was Larry. just looking at like the top wide receivers, like, and we were saying Debo Samuel before. He's he's like the second receiver, the wide receiver. To me. Yeah, no, he's been great this year. I mean, he's yeah. fantastic. He's scoring a bunch of touchdowns. He's really active in the game both in the carries and in the uh, receiving department. I mean, they gave him like 14 backfield snaps last week or something like that. Uh, Larry, let's, let's get, let me give you another player. How about Cortland Sutton? Oh, Randy Cooks. You're going to go it's there. Your huh? boy. Yeah. Well, look, last three games, two for 29, one for nine and two for 40. He hadn't scored more than six points in weeks. Yeah. I mean, in a redraft league, I think I want Cooks over Sutton yeah. easily. I mean, pretty but, uh, great. In a dynasty league, I'm some keep give me Sutton, baby. I want Maybe. Sutton. How old is Sutton? Off the top of your head, how old is Sutton? I'm gonna say 24. He's 26. 26, huh? How old is Brandon Cooks? 28. Yeah, he's 28. So there's two years difference. It's not even, it's not like crazy, crazy. Why is he getting traded all the time? <laughs> Cooks. So Brandon why Cooks? Is he all, yeah, why is he on your team? I'll tell yeah. you how I build my teams, okay? Like for instance, I'm looking at HQ1. I have currently one, two, three, four, five healthy wide receivers. Well, probably six because I think uh, Hollywood's on on my IR. But I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten running backs on my active roster with Kareem Hunt on my IR. Like uh, I had James White. Um, that's how I built mine. I want a bunch of running backs. I need. I don't want the the seventh wide receiver on a t- on my team. Like I just don't care to have six, seven, eight wide receivers. I want startable wide receivers and then I want to just hoard running backs. Well do you feel that way in a start three wide receiver league? I mean I don't want anything past six wide receivers. Because I don't want to have to start the seventh wide receiver on my team. I'll just go get somebody, you know, for a second or a third to come down yeah. to it. But I try not to play in leagues that are that regimented. Like I don't like to play in a in a start three wide receiver because it just limits the way you can build your team. I like flexibility. Yeah, and, like and trades. There's not not as much trades in these leagues. Right. I, I like I like it where everybody can do what they want and you know equal player values across. I, I do like a little e- more even scoring systems. You know, with like tiered PPR or something. But yeah, you're still. a tiered PPR guy. I, I like it. Give it, me the points, baby. I want all those points. Well, yeah, but just, the problem is, is that running backs end up scoring a hundred more points than than wide receivers and that kind of thing. It just it makes it devalues the position. That's all I'm saying. So, what's your what's maybe, your ideal league, Manolo? 
What's your favorite type of league? League size and you know setting wise. What's 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 your uh... right right now? I have two leagues that I, I I really enjoy. This one and the HQ one with sixteen, and and I think the scoring is is maybe it's a little bit like the advantage of having uh, like a really good player gives a little bit too much. The bonus, I think, first uh, first downs, for example. I don't know if, if that's a little bit too high. Maybe it should be uh, zero like point two five. Yeah, you know, I I think they're okay, but they should be a little bit less. I think some of you know when you when you hit a player and and they get sixty points in a game, like uh, four touchdowns. I had I met like with Outhouse. Uh, he had like uh, what was it Eckler or the other yeah, guy? Yeah, yeah, Eckler. Had, yeah, and and it's just like you can't do anything when people go off like that, even if you have a good team. Look at this deal I should have taken from Manolo uh, back in May. He <laughs> offered me Ryan Tannehill for Sam Darnold, Jalen Rager, and the 2-2. Wow. Yeah. You passed it up because you're a Sam Darnold stan. <laughs> you just couldn't get past your fandom. That's what it came down to. But I would have I would have swapped Sam Darnold a few weeks after that because he was doing really good at this time, right? He was like – he was scoring a lot. The first well, that offer weeks. was in May. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, but yeah, once was, the season started, for sure, like you know, the first three weeks, he was, he was, oh, he's locked into a job. He's oh going to be the God. starter for Carolina, yada yada yada. And yeah. then the real, the real Sam, Sam Darnold came out. Chris Godwin from Stompy, another one I you made back. Good. You made this deal in May. You uh, Stompy gave up Chris Godwin in the three three of twenty twenty one. You gave up Singletary, DPJ, uh, twenty three first, and a twenty three second. It's a hefty price. Well, not not too bad. I mean, no, Godwin's been money for you. Godwin's. I think I think in this league you really need to have those those wide receivers, as as Ron was saying before. Uh-huh. That you know you have. At some point, you have to decide. Okay, I'm ready to make them. I'm, I don't want to rebuild for the third year in a row. That's for sure. Manolo, you've done a good job of not having to rebuild, but you had a pretty mediocre team last year, and I thought, man, he's got to do something, or he's going to be really in the shitter. And yeah, I was like with Cooper Cup, like getting some value and uh i got aj green who had like a few good games that yeah like, right, right. Me some point and michael gallup also i think there's a lot of people there that are underestimating michael gallup because they had Lamb and they had uh, the other guy uh, you gave up a first for michael he did gallup. Give up first he did give yeah, up the first and, for michael gallup what was that I think all about and i think it's worth it i think it's still worth it i i really like him as a player and and he's been really clutch He's like he was. He's always been Dax man. He, he'll, so he, like, he might be the only guy out there on uh, tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, and I think that's also like it's 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 about mitigating. Like when when you when you have like a game and you and you're going for the and you're trying to win the season, it's it's this risk mitigation about okay, I'm gonna take this risk, but if this happens, then I can really get a, a high value. And when you have uh, this kind of leagues that are so competitive, you need you need to get an edge somewhere. You know, you need to right. say, okay, nobody believes in this guy. I'm gonna hit him, and that's gonna happen. But I was I was definitely out of my league when I started in this league. When I look at my my draft, it's okay. like, <laughs> it's joke about it. all of us. Oh, joke about it. We did this with Shane one time on the show. We like we were just like, wait, 
look at what we did here. Like there was like two oh quarterbacks in the first round or something. Like it was insane. Nobody was doing sixteen. The sixteen team. I don't think anyone was really familiar with. So when right. you, and so you're in this league, and I think we were all in the same boat. Like you know, wow, this is a little. I'm, I'm, am I in over my head? Let me play the safe here. I'm not, I, yeah, it was it was crazy. I I decided to play for year two after Madman sniped me um baker mayfield and i was like you know what i'm just gonna play for next year and i kind of set my that's that just turned into my general strategy after that you know i'm a play for year two guy you know you tinker with i like to tinker with with my first year after the draft you're like ah you have some hits and misses in the draft and you want to try to calibrate everything that's what i like to do in the the first uh season and and secure a good draft pick for that following season so i can kind of manipulate my team and fix it up another interesting thing i think my my team is, is has a chance this year because they're because cam Akers went out if he hadn't gone out and i hadn't had daryl henderson like a stable right. like with aaron jones like being like and, and jd mckissick also having a, like but i remember when i traded kyle murray uh because i traded him to your run for first and singletary and some other stuff i don't remember but i remember like it was like yeah. one-on-one, Singletary, whatever. Yeah. I remember listening to Cam Sims, and he was like, okay, Joe Burrow, I've never seen something like the way he's like, you know, uh, processing the field. And I think that's one of the most important part of like being a good QB. And, and I was thinking, okay, I'm going to go for that and then get some pieces because my, my roster was very limited. So I needed some more depth. And yeah. I think that that was why I did it. And not that all the players were like good, but I think this is why my team like has enough to like compete this year, even if it's not the best one. I ended up with uh, the 101 last year. I had the 101 from another team and the 103 from my team. And uh, I didn't make either of those picks. Or no, I did. I took Trevor Lawrence. I didn't make the 103. And then I moved Trevor Lawrence for a 23 first, I think, and Devontae Adams and Brandon Cooks, something like that, to Josh. And the point yeah. was is that more pieces in this league mattered. You know, like in a lot yeah. of places, you want to you want to consolidate your assets, and this one you don't. You don't want to do that at all because when you start to consolidate, you end up with eight starters when you need to start eleven. You know, it gets pretty tight. So that's one thing that uh, is kind of backwards from what a lot of people do. Like studs are nice, but you still have to have a lot of volume. Like, and you know, when you have seven or eight starters on IR, you still need to plug and play somebody. It's important to have those pieces. I'm I'm starting like Mo Ali Cox and and uh, and Jack Doyle sometimes. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> just just to get some point because then I don't know the chance of one touchdown from one of them. Hello, <laughs> I need you for one more moment. I, I got I got to yeah. ask for some advice. You know, yeah. You have all these children, right? You have like 19 kids at the house, whatever. Uh, Larry's got his second on the way, and uh, big news around here. I've got my second on the way. Oh, congrats! Hey, yeah, so we're both, now we're wondering how do we deal with multiple children around here? I mean, we don't have four, but you know, yeah. What do you do, man? When with so many kids, how do how do you manage? What's your secret? I hide a lot. <laughs> Just you know, I, I think you know. I have a I have a I have a lot of opinions about that. I think I think you. It's very important that you have high expectations of of your kids and of of yourself. I think it's very important. I love sitting with my phone. I can get distracted with my phone and I can sit with it for hours and hours and yeah. I go to sleep at one o'clock uh, a.m. because I'm like, I think it's, it's as a parent, I think it's very important that you like 
said, you know, this is what I believe in. And this is our values in our family. And this is how we do it here. Because I, I think that, that, that because we've, I had two sets of twins. So it's not just, it's not just four Holy kids. moly. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's two at a time. So like there, going through that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, two and sets of twins. So, so it's not an option. You know, you don't have, you know, you can't not do things you need to do. You just need to do them. It's like, and so you're forced to like, like they learn to put on their clothing. They learn to do a lot of things themselves. I have four kids that are extremely self, uh, what do you call it? Self, uh, not like self-sufficient, independent. independent. They can, yeah. they do uh-huh. them, they're creative. They like drawing that they, they, you know, of course it's some, some of it is my merit, but it's, it's also forced on me because they had had to adapt and, and we've, we've not just taking the easy way out and just, you know, put a, an iPad in their hands every time, like when, when we were out. And, and so sure. it's like, we have expectations. All so, right. I, yeah. So, so yeah, I think it's important that you like set the, define your values. Like, like I'm always impressed when I'm listening to you and you're running all the time and you do these things because I'm, I'm really not that active. I play a little bit of volleyball, but, you know, when you do stuff like that, it, it sets your mind, you know, it, it defines, you know, this is what I do and this is, I want to do it. And it, it gives you character and, and strength. All right. Well, I don't know if that was some wise words for them. That was for wise words. <laughs> now from... I got to go, I got to go smack my daughter around and make sure she's staying in line with the values that we need. Yes. We need. Yeah. Smack her around a bit, you know, Stop. she'll beat my her, ass. That girl's her underneath strong, the uh, locker up underneath the sink, you know, with all the poisons. So, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, baby. That- well, thank you, Mr. At DFF underscore grind. Follow his ass on Twitter, everybody, because hey, man, this is a fun episode. I hope we'll, we can have Manolo back on again. Maybe we'll have a, you know, a couple other, uh, you know, talk about Manolo. If we, if we end up playing in the ship, you got to come on and we got to, we got to talk shit to each other. So, Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. definitely. All right. Anyway, I, I enjoyed it, and uh, thank you for being gentle. Yeah, baby. Yeah, like, you know, we, we wanted to take it easy on you for your first time. So, yeah. Yay. And, Happy and we, didn't, we, didn't everybody. Talk smack, we didn't talk smack about any of the other guys. I mean, uh, we'll fuck with them another time. Yeah. We'll do that next time. Yeah, yeah well, whatever. We'll do it again. We'll do it again. We'll do it again. Thanks for listening. I did it. I'm so Yeah. Justin Rogers talking dynasty football baby